Welcome to Life as a Soldier podcast, a Demon Radio production. My name is Command Sergeant Major Albert Serrano, also known as Demon7, and I will be your host. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast to hear the stories and lessons learned from some of the bravest and hardest working men and women in the United States Army. This is a safe place. This is a this is a forum set so that we can have uh, you know some open dialogue uh, with with complete transparency and honesty. Uh, because what I'm looking for is, and as you see, we progress through the conversation here. I'm looking to know whether you know I'm doing my job for you, um, and 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 so are the rest of the non-commissioned officers. But but I can't know that if you uh, if you're not honest with me, and and maybe. Maybe throw out some observations that you have from your perspective, whether you've been in the Army for a year, two years, or 28 years like myself, uh, you know, you, you have eyes, you have ears, and, and I'm looking forward to that. So having said that, um, today's uh, topic is, you know, is the main title is going to be Life as a Command Sergeant Major, but really we're going to talk about all kinds of non-commissioned officers, or, or non-commissioned officers at all levels, I should say. But the first thing I want to do is I want to introduce myself. And then what I would ask is that the rest of you uh, go around and introduce yourself. But okay, as I stated, I am Demon Seven, also known as uh, Command Sergeant Major Serrano, Albert, Albert Serrano. Uh, I've been in the Army, it'll be 28 years this May. Um, I, I am married to my beautiful wife, Amber, and I have two daughters, Isabella and Jordis, and, and a little dog uh, named Chewy. I was born in Mexico City and grew up in Los Angeles, California. Um, and joined the Army since I was 18 and a half years old. I love what I do. This is the only reason why I'm still serving uh, is because I, I just love, I love soldiers and I love everything about the military. It's been good to me. Uh, my hobbies, or a couple of them anyway, really my main three are, first and foremost, I love to work out. So most of you know that already about me. Uh, I love to play golf. And then I, I love to spend time with my family and doing you know whatever, uh, whatever the girls wanna do, pretty much what, I, what we do every weekend. So that is me in a nutshell, all right? And I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to hearing about, about the rest of you. So whoever wants to go first, you're in it. Uh, hey, Sergeant Major. Uh, so this is Specialist Webb Silas. I am 21 years old. I've been in the Army for a little over two and a half years. Um, I am a 15 Yankee, which is an Apache uh, electrician and armament maintainer. Uh, my hobbies would include um, working out. I also enjoy Ultimate Frisbee. And uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed my little over two and a half years in the Army, and I certainly plan on doing more. I was born in Alabama, mostly raised in a small town in Louisiana, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, this is Specialist Nathan from Bravo 2 1. Um, um, going to be 32 years old um, on Friday, actually, and um, I've been in the Army for two and a half years. Um, since I've been here, uh, I've done a lot of things um, with uh, Bravo Company and Delta Company, did a lot of maintenance. Um, some of my hobbies are um, playing soccer, uh, watching soccer. I, I really like soccer. Um, I was born in Jamaica and moved here when I was uh, 20 years old. And uh, that's pretty much it for me. Good afternoon, everyone. This is PFC Perry. 
I am a soldier in headquarters company 3-1 Battalion, and I am a 25 uniform. I work in an S6 shop. So I was born in Dallas, Texas. I am 20 years old, and a couple of my hobbies include reading. also love writing. also love health and fitness, and I love, 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 love cardio. I love running more than anything. I've been in the Army for about a year and two months, and I definitely plan on making um, the Army a career. Um, yes, this is PFC Bayot from Brigade. Um, I'm right now working at the S3 shop. Um, I am married. Um, I have a year and a half in the military as right now. Um, I like to, my hobbies are, um, like to play baseball, um, some basketball, and uh, doing some workouts. And I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much about me. So as I mentioned earlier, um, today's topic is life as a command star major. But as I, as I alluded to, we're also going to talk about uh, non-commissioned officers or at all echelons. And what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to pose, you know, some expectations slash questions from my perspective. But uh, again, the point is for you guys to provide, you know, the feedback and your observations, whether you've been in the Army a year and some change like like one of you mentioned or two and a half years, um, because that's what I'm really interested in. And again, I just want to caveat again with saying that that please be completely honest and, and transparent because, uh, you know, that, that's what I'm looking for. So first, um, uh, you know, to tell you about, about me, really, uh, in a professional sense, and that is, you know, what do I do every day, right? I, as a, as your command sergeant major of the brigade, what what is my what are my responsibilities on a daily basis? So I'll give you the doctrinal answer first, meaning what's right out of the book, you know, policy and and, uh, and regulations that are that are in the army, and that is that I am the senior, uh, non commissioned officer, you know, at the brigade. I'm the senior enlisted advisor to the brigade commander, Colonel Shivers. Um, I carry out and enforce policies and standards on performance, training, appearance, and conduct, basically of every one of us in this brigade. Uh, I'm responsible for uh, the talent management of all enlisted uh, soldiers in the brigade. Um, and I pretty much ensure that, that the non-commissioned officer corps is represented well, like I said, at all echelons. And, and that we are or continuing to enforce policies and procedures, uh, SOPs that we have uh, in place. So uh, let me let me break it down a little bit further. Most of you, if you see me walking around, I know probably the, the appearance is that, that the old command sergeant major walks around barking because your mask is not properly worn or your uniform is not properly worn or et cetera. Uh, yes, those are part of my uh, responsibilities. Um, however, really, uh, where you could take away from what I do every day, besides, you know, unfortunately, uh, sitting in in uh, a few meetings, which is not my favorite part. I, I like to get out and, and see you guys. Uh, is is that the the decisions and uh, and the direction in which we take the brigade, no matter where you work, which battalion, which company, uh, the decisions that we make up here, that I make up here. Uh, it's transparent to you because you don't see it. However, it affects all 28, 2900 of us in this brigade. In other words, if I, you know, obviously with a commander say, hey, we're going to take us in this direction, that that means all 28, 2900 of us. It's not just Sergeant Major Serrano, what's good for me or not good for me. 
Uh, and so again, the takeaway is simply that the responsibility uh, that I, that I have, you know, as your brigade star major is is it's pretty big, right? It, it's it's I take it I don't take it for granted. It's super important, and 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 I try to do my best to ensure that uh, that I that every decision is made, you know, uh, with with a lot of, of, of thought processes that, that that takes place before I make that decision. Um, that, so that again, that's a, that's a doctrinal, you know, uh, a piece of of what I do. Um, junior NCOs or NCOs at all echelons, right? My expectations, which kind of leads into the first question, and that is, you know, if you ask me, if any of you would ask me, what do I expect from my non-commissioned officers? And that is, first and foremost, really is uh, that they take care of my soldiers, right? That they train soldiers and look out for their safety and welfare. That is it, in a nutshell. Another thing about me that I like to say, because I really think that I am, is I am a very simple individual. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, you ask me a question, you're going to get an unfiltered, uncensored, somewhat answer, meaning that I'm not going to sugarcoat it, right? Um, because I owe you that. And so what I tell you is that when I, when I, any non-commissioned officer in this brigade, um, especially the sergeants, right, the sergeants E5, since that, that is our first line of defense in the non-commissioned officer corps and support channel, really, because they are the ones that really get to see every one of you on the net right now is a junior enlisted soldier. Therefore, you should have a sergeant that, that is your first line supervisor. That individual should be doing the three things that I just mentioned safety and welfare of yourself and your family, ensure you're being properly trained, right? Uh, and, and completely responsible for, for every aspect of, of your of your military career, really, and some, sometimes your personal life. Because we do, we do, and I expect every one of my NCOs to care about you and your family, uh, it, which goes back to the victory wellness piece that, that as you guys know, in First Infantry Division, we, we are heavily invested in because you know it's all about taking care of soldiers and their families and, and I, we're in a people business right this the army is a people business uh, you are our most important resource therefore we must take care of you so i guess my question to you all now and i'm going to open it up is based on everything that i just described about myself and the non-commissioned officers especially that first line supervisor what are your thoughts on are we holding up our end of the bargain are we doing the things that i just described I'm going to go ahead and mute my mic and I'm ready to listen for who wants to go first. Hey, sorry, Major. This is um, Specialist Nathan um, Biko to one. Um, I think for the most part, um, we have really good leaders uh, as E5 or E6 in our um, brigade. And I, I can only speak for um, for two one, but since I've been in um, first ID, like I've met a lot of NCOs who really care and show that they care on a daily basis about your soldiers. Um, for example, um, Sergeant Erdl, um, he goes above and beyond for for his soldiers, especially me. Um, I think you know as a leader, he's a really good example of what a leader should be and what an NCO should be. Okay, great, great feedback. I appreciate it, Nathan. Who else has something? Uh, yeah, I'd like to add on, Sergeant Major. Um, I'm not sure uh, for the other low and lowered enlisted guys, but I know for myself, uh, I haven't been in this unit very long, 1-1 uh, Delta Company, but I've had two squad leaders so far, both being specialist promotables, and uh, they've both really taken up the reins for that uh, 
that E5 position they're put in for good leadership. And I feel what's most difficult for someone once they start getting into the, the leadership positions of E5, E6, is the ability to teach portion, which is harder for most soldiers to to grasp, I think. But I know for, for Delta company, company at least, uh, I've seen no issues with it. But, uh, and as far as it goes up higher than that, I've seen no, uh, no issues, um, fantastic leadership, uh, information gets down quickly, uh, is said clearly, not much misunderstanding. And I know for, for my job being a maintainer, I almost have uh, two different sides because I have the maintenance side also, which has its own specific type of leading as far as maintenance goes and the ability to teach a task to an individual. And again, there are uh, no issues. It is done well, clearly, quickly. Uh, so I, I see no issues. All right, Silas, appreciate that. that. That's great feedback. You guys are making my job easy. Uh, we have great leaders out there that, that, that warms my heart. I, I'd like to comment on a couple of things. This goes for all, everybody on the net here. Um, and again, this is educational for all of us, right? But I want to tell you, you, you mentioned, you referred to all of you guys as lower enlisted soldiers. Look, that, that was the way we used to call you guys back in the day, but, but lower implies that, you know, you're beneath, obviously. So, so the right terminology is junior enlisted soldiers, junior enlisted soldiers, because you, you, there's no difference between all of you on the net right now and, and me. The only difference between you and I is that I've been, I'm old and I've been doing this for a long time. That is it, because we all put our, put on our uniform the same way. So, so really experience and the time I've served is, is the only difference between you and I. The second thing I'd like to allude to, uh, and then I'll open up for anyone else that wants to chime in is, um, you know, and I know all of you are not a, a sergeant, but you will be one day. You'll be a non-commissioned officer. And, and, you know, a non-commissioned officer is a leader of soldiers, right? I am a non-commissioned officer, a leader of soldiers, you know, first uh, sense in the NCO creed. Uh, that is something that, that we all non-commissioned officers should take extremely serious because that is that is the number one task, as I, as I described to you guys earlier. Um, my... The non-commissioned officer creed, obviously, if you haven't read it, I encourage you to do it, even if you're not a non-commissioned officer yet. But my favorite part of that creed is where it mentions that uh, all soldiers are entitled to outstanding leadership. I will provide that leadership. Again, think about those words, right? Because in, in a sense, like I mentioned earlier, we owe you that. We owe you, you know, outstanding leadership. That is what is expected of us non-commissioned officers. Therefore, hence this conversation, if we are not doing that, you know, I'd like to know, if we are doing that, as most of you have alluded to so far, that's great. I mean, it, like I said, that, that means we're doing things well. And, and that, you know, makes me extremely happy. But I just want you to know that from where I sit as the senior enlisted advisor and, and the senior non-commissioned officer in the brigade, that is exactly what I talk about in, uh, with all this, the time starts major and all the NCOs in this brigade. So I, I like to hear positive feedback. Does anyone else uh, have anything or want to chime in with, with uh, you know, with that first question I posed. Good afternoon, Sergeant Major. Um, this is PFC Perry from 31HHC at 6 Personnel 25U. And I would say, although I haven't been in this particular unit for a while because I'm still pretty new to the military, I would definitely say that so far my NCOs have been amazing. 
So I know for a fact that my current NCO, um, Sergeant Turner of HHC, I know for a fact that on multiple occasions, he's always reached out to me and asked me how my family's doing and whatnot. I know for a fact that um, anything or any issue that I have, I can, I feel confident that if I were to go to my NCO and say, hey, well, I have this issue. Do you have any remedies or is there any way that you can help me with this? He would like work his hardest to find a solution. Nonetheless, um, my current NCO, Sergeant Turner, he's encouraged me to do things such as um, do correspondence courses and do JKO and whatnot and things such as apply for TA and even go as far as to help me build credit and things of that nature. And so it's also the fact that he's helped me try to grow more as a leader by encouraging me to learn the most that I can and become a proficient 25 youth. And so I would say thus far, my NCOs at this particular unit and the NCOs that I've come across in the Army thus far, they've all been great, Sergeant Major. All right, that's great feedback, Perry. I appreciate you. Um, again, it, it makes me it makes me feel great to know that that NCOs are out there, you know, doing the right thing. Um, I'd like to transition to the, the second question that I'm just going to elaborate a little bit and then post to you, and that is, um, how do you think NCOs can learn from junior soldiers, right? So, again, we've already covered what NCOs are supposed to be doing on a daily basis, and junior soldiers, like yourselves, how do we learn from you? So, I'll give you a perfect example, and then I'll open it up again. So this podcast right now, right? This stuff is when when I was a junior soldier like yourself, there was no podcast, there was no cell phones, you know, there, there was none of that. So when uh, the PAO officer Captain McCord brought this up to me, I was uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little hesitant. I'm like, whoa, podcast, you know, that's like my daughters talk about that, right? Because I'm, I'm an old guy, like I said. But guess what? This is this is a lot a, a, a way of how information gets out there. Uh, and so I, I thought, you know. Great idea. Let's give it a shot. And hopefully this will gain some traction. We'll continue to do this, you know, the whole time we're out here and maybe even after we get back home. Um, so, again, how do I learn from it? Well, this is a perfect example how I learned from from junior leaders, really, is that that this is a means that I can get information out there, that my voice can be heard, that, that your voice can be heard. Therefore, I think, uh, you know, even though you hear sometimes that, uh, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, you know, I would argue that because uh, I'm always learning, always learning, always asking questions, even though I've been doing this for a while. And so I think we, I can learn a lot from every one of you on that right now. I already have, honestly, based on what you've said, but but your innovative ideas, your different ways to look at things based on, you know, your age simply or where you come from. Um, I, I welcome that. I want to hear that uh, because, you know, there's always a way to do things better. And, and I'm all about that. So. I'm going to open it up to you guys. How, you know, what, what are the ways that you guys think, uh, you know, that your non-commissioned officers can learn from you? Over. Hey, Sergeant Major. I'm Specialist Nathan here, Bravo Company 2-1. Um, I really do believe that um, regardless of what rank you are, you can learn something new um, every day. Um, a lot of us have experience in in different areas that, you know, another person might not have that experience. Like for myself, I was a, a manager um, at Walmart for almost 10 years. And I was in that leadership position for um, for majority of my career there. And I, I really learned a lot about leadership. So now that I'm, I'm here as a, um, a junior enlisted, 
you know, just NCO is taking the time out to hear a little bits and pieces that I have that I can teach is, is just good. Just taking that time to like, just listen to what a junior soldier has to say. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right, Nathan. And, and I appreciate you bringing that up uh, because you're right. You know, I, I often discuss with, with people, with soldiers about, about you never know who you're speaking to when you're, for example, take a counseling session. When you get monthly counseled, right? Um, you know, I could be sitting with one of you guys as your non-commissioned officer, you know, uh, reading over that 4856. And obviously there's words that are typed or written on that 4856, as you all know. Uh, what if you're an English major? What if you're what if you already got a, a degree, a bachelor's or a master's degree before you came in and your major is English, right? And I can't write worth a lick, right? <laughs> and now I'm trying to give you this, and you're gonna look at this piece of paper and, and look at me like wow, right? It, this is a small example, but point being that you're absolutely right and that you, you you just don't know the level of experience, education, or or life experience really that 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 people bring to the table. Therefore, Super important to listen and, and 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 not be so proud that you will not take advice or recommendations from anybody, you know, in wearing our uniform. So great feedback there. Anyone else have anything? All right, I'm going to transition to an, an you know a third question that I have, you know, which is going to be a perfect segue for for something that I have written on my board back home, and I'll get to that. But that is, uh, what has Army taught you about leadership? So you guys go ahead and think about that while I while I continue to speak. What has the Army taught you about leadership? So I'll tell you, for me, right, I told you I hit 28 years this May. Um, when I first came in, I came in as an E1, Private Serrano, back in 1993, before some of you were born. I get that. <laughs> uh, but the, um, you know, the Sergeant First Class, my platoon sergeant was, you know, was everything. I just wanted to be a Sergeant First Class one day. I thought that was great. Uh, and that's what, I, that's what I, uh, I, I strive for. I work hard to get to that point. Never did I think I was going to be a first sergeant or a command sergeant major, uh, you know, but here I am. And, and so how does that, you know, uh, relate to leadership? So I tell people all the time, I would tell you guys this now, that the reason, one of the main reasons why I'm sitting here today as your brigade command sergeant major is because of the great leaders that, that I encountered throughout my career. I had great mentors that taught me a lot, that, that a lot of time was tough love, but, but you know, I knew they cared. And so they pushed me, they, they, you know, pushed me to take college classes or, or correspondent courses or this or that. But, but man, I'm so grateful for those individuals because that is one of the biggest reasons why I'm here today. And I'll tell you something that I have written on my board back home, if you ever come in my office, and that is a quote that I read in a book a long time ago. And it says, leadership is a choice, not a position. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So if you were to ask me right now, what is the definition of leadership, Sergeant Major? That's what I would answer first. I will tell you what, you know, doctrinally, what the what the Army tells us is the definition of leadership, right? Provide, you know, direction, motivation type of thing. But but I'm telling you right now that my answer would be, you know, that it is a choice, not a position. Because when you make the choice to be a leader, right, when you really make that choice, it comes with a lot, a lot of extra, you know, responsibility. Now, there's no greater responsibility than leading soldiers. I can tell you that right now, right? I love it. But it, it is a lot sometimes, as you know. And so, you know, it, you can put anybody in a position, right? Just because you're higher rank in A, you're the X, you, na you name it. Anybody can do that. But if you're really going to be a leader, right, then then it, it is a choice you have to make. 
in. And again, it's going to imply that it, you're going to have a lot of extra things. You're going to work longer and, and you know, and harder than than other people. But that is a choice you have to make. So remember that, because that, that is my my shot to you as far as uh, what what I think leadership, uh, you know, is. So thoughts on that? Anyone? Over. Specialist Web Delta Company one one here, Sergeant Major. Um, <clears throat> I like what you said about the the tough love portion of leadership, but I think to add on to that, there's also that time to to sit down with your with your soldier in the one-on-one -on -one, uh, atmosphere for soldiers that are uh, that do not understand what you're you're trying to trying to get to them and I know it's hard leadership is is difficult and for a lot of people I would say and I know some people get caught up in the idea that I am now in this position that I am higher than you and you have to listen to me you know I am the authority figure in this situation but there is a lot of those times where you have to get down on the one-on-one -on -one as just a soldier to a soldier, just to explain in more detail, more depth. And a big part of leadership is knowing your soldiers and their specific character and how to work with them individually. And that's what I think we need to do with our leadership is to not be as uh, stowed away or or coy, and to really you know get to know them. That's that's why I think having a good relationship within the squad and within the team is so important. And some major that uh, that the army has taught me about leadership is it is it is definitely can be stressful in a lot of situations can be overwhelming for a lot of people. But I think the Army does a good job at slowly getting soldiers into it. As far as me and being a maintainer, as far as being put in charge of a task, going from that to a larger task, to a more important task, going up from that to, okay, you're in charge of these two soldiers who are brand new to the company. You know, show them the ropes, tell them how everything works. Then you can go up to the squad leader position. So I think the Army does a very good job at slowly getting soldiers to that spot they need and not theoretically shoving them off the ledge into leadership. Sorry, Major. Well, wow, that was great insight. So I'll tell you, you said a lot of things that that you know made me think about lots of things, and and I, I could talk. We could talk about leadership for a long time. I'll tell you, because because that's one of one of my favorite things to discuss. But I'll tell you first and foremost, you're absolutely right with the. Uh, remember, I told you guys earlier, the only difference between you and I is that I've been doing this for a long time. That is it. I'm no better than any of you. Just that I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, so so with that, th I, I mentioned earlier as well that the army is a, is a people business. Therefore, you hit the nail on the head. You you have to humanize yourself. You have to have um, you know honest you know discussions um, you know in in a relaxed setting, not just because I'm you know your superior or whatever the case may be, uh, but and it has to be two way conversation. It can't just be one way, like you stated, because I'm in charge. 
Um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, that that is how how we are successful in the army. I also agree that that we we try to do a good job in uh, in kind of you know progressing leaders throughout the army. Also agree that it is challenging at times because not everyone can do it, and you kind of alluded to that, and I appreciate that. Uh, but 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 part of that is like like some of you here on the net right now is some of you are in charge as you stated of maintenance or, or whatever the case may be and the fact is and i know you probably heard this already in your brief time in the military is that you know we all wish we had all the people in the in the proper uh, uh the, the ranks that go along with the people that we need right but we don't meaning that we're supposed to have x number of sergeants or staff sergeants or whatever the case may be we're not going to have them so guess what at times the PFC Perry's and the specialists, you know, webs of the world, you will be in charge of something. And that is just how it's going to go down, right? No matter what it is. Uh, and that's reality. So, you know, approaching it that way is uh, is the best way to do it. Because you'd be lying to yourself if you thought, you know, if, if stuff hit the fan and we had to go do something that, hey, don't worry, there's an NCO coming to leave. You'd be lying to yourself. So you you have to be prepared. Therefore, learning everything you can, uh, asking questions, uh, you know, putting you, uh, you young soldiers in charge of things, uh, you know, giving you more responsibility. That is exactly the way how we develop you guys. And because and, one day, uh, those of you that said you're going to make the Army a career, you, you're going to be a command sergeant major one day, or you're going to be a battalion or brigade commander one day. Um, and, and you will have to make the decisions that we've been discussing throughout this. But that was, that was great, great uh, insight there, Wes. Anyone else? Over. Yes, our major specialist Nathan. Um, I think one of the greatest feelings that I have um, with my leadership is that I I don't need my leadership. I might want them to be around for like advice and that kind of stuff. I but I really don't need them. Um, they did a good job like teaching me the basics of how to um, get the task done simply and not overcomplicating it. So I think um, the things that I learned from my leadership is that getting the basic right. And I want to say it's um, Colonel Whiteside that said it, that like as long as we get the basic right, um, everything else will fall into place. Yep. And again, um, wise man that, that told you that, right? Your, your battalion commander, because he's absolutely right. I used to have a, uh, an old uh, battalion command sergeant major that used to make the, the reference to the, when we used to have to wear the reflective belt for PT and people wouldn't wear them correctly. And he used to say, you know, how do we expect, if you can't put on your, your PT belt correctly, sir, sergeant, whomever, how do we, how can we trust you to perform, you know, proper maintenance on an aircraft or fly the aircraft? You know, in, in back then it was kind of like, well, that doesn't even make sense. Or I mean, in my mind, right, it doesn't correlate a PT belt to, you know, flying or doing maintenance. But if you think about it, it goes right to what you just said. It is, is doing the, you know, the basic things, you know, correctly, basically. And, uh, and so if you start there, I mean, and just build on that foundation, I mean, you can't go wrong. You know, you can't go wrong. And, 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 and it's great to see that starting at your level, at all, at the PFC, at the specialist level, because as I stated earlier, I mean, you will be put in charge if you're not already of something, right? And, and, and that is just the way the Army works. The Army goes rolling along, as we all know. Who else has something out there? Good afternoon, Sergeant Major. I'm going to say um, in terms of leadership and what the Army has taught me about leadership in general, 
I'm going to say that um, the Army has definitely helped me realize that leadership comes in different forms and more so it's dependent on like someone's personality and just who they are in general. So I'm going to say from my personal experience, I know I'm more so of an introvert, but I also I'm also very analytical. I have strong admin skills and I'm also smart. And so initially I was just more so advising team leaders and my NCOs about things that they may have missed and whatnot. But eventually, similar to um, similar to um, specialists, I was um, more so put in charge of certain tasks. And I noticed that those abilities are more so those specific leadership traits that were I was using to assist others. I was now able to use that to uh, make valid leadership decisions. And so I'm going to say that in terms of leadership, the Army has definitely helped me more so bring out the leadership skills that I um, already had and exemplified them in a way that was that was more so beneficial to me to lead more so others as well as get tasks done in an orderly fashion. Yeah, Perry, and again, great point, sir, uh, because you're right, as we kind of alluded to earlier, I think especially Nathan that said he was the manager of Walmart for 10 years. Uh, all of all of you bring something to the table when you join the you know our all volunteer force. All of you bring something to the table. You know, regard whether it's life experience or 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 edu you know education or or just simply your family values. You know, uh, I mean everything everything matters. And so when when it comes to leadership, I mean you're absolutely right. I mean you you are all smart enough. Uh, you know, honestly, my personal opinion is that. All of you young soldiers coming in today's military are, are smarter than I was when I came in, you know, 28 years ago, uh, based on many factors, you know, but 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 you are all I mean, I'm telling you, you're, you're critical, uh, uh, you know, to this team, uh, to the Army team, to our brigade, to your battalion, your section. So, um, you know, I guess the takeaway for me is and from hearing you guys is don't ever be afraid to, to chime in, you know, with your two cents, because, like I said, and you guys have said earlier, it doesn't matter what your rank is. It does not matter what your rank is. There, if you observe something or there's a better way to do something, you have got to say something. And and the you know honestly, shame will be on that leader if he kind of shuts you down and says you know I don't want to hear it. We're going to do it the way I said. Shame on them if that is what happens because because a lot of times you guys will, will be innovative enough to 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 actually be able to figure it out. So I I, I like it and I'm telling you I. I I, I like to think that when I, you know, when I retire in the near future that that, you know, our army will be, you know, better than when it was when I came in because of the young talent that's coming in. So I like it. Who else has something out there? All right. Nothing heard. So hey, I'll tell you what, um, you know, again, as I said, when we started this process earlier about, you know, 35 minutes ago or so. I told you um, this is our first episode, right? And I told you guys I was a little hesitant because this is new to me, right? This this media, this this means of, of putting out information is new to me. But but I hope that uh, that it was beneficial. I hope that you know that that the dialogue that we've shared here uh, was beneficial to you. I know it was for me because I don't always, especially right now in our current environment, when we're not all in the same place, location-wise, geographical location. Um, that you don't often get to talk to me or I get to talk to you, right? And so, and I'll just be honest with you, you guys know as well as I do, half the time when people see me coming, they kind of run the other way, right? I don't think I'm that mean, but you know, it's okay. I don't take it personal. But uh, point being that I hope this was beneficial and I hope that that 
you know, we continue to have this open dialogue, you know, uh, so that we can share, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. That's the only way we're going to get better as an organization, right? Is to share experiences, share, you know, observations, etc. And so I hope that that you all have taken something away from today. Uh, like I said, I know I have. I definitely appreciate you spending, you know, 35, 40 minutes with me over, uh, you know, over this team's uh, business here. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm excited. I'm excited about the way, it, it, the direction our, our brigade's going, your battalions, uh, the army. Uh, I'm excited about this podcast, you know, uh, because we're going to continue to do it and we're going to use different uh, leaders. We're going to talk about different topics. But I think it's going to be great. You know, I think it's going to be great. And, and, but it can only be great if soldiers like yourselves are open to, uh, to having, you know, discussions. And so I appreciate you guys. Every one of you that dialed in today, um, you know, it, it very much appreciated. Uh, you guys are all doing awesome things from what I can tell. And more importantly, your leaders are taking care of you, which is uh, the main topic of our discussion today, right? Um, life as a command sergeant major or as a non-commissioned officer. So it, it definitely warms my heart to know that, that leaders are out there taking care of you guys. Does anybody have any uh, any last comments or remarks? Over. Uh, Specialist Webb here, Sergeant Major. Uh, I also thought this was incredibly productive. I will admit I was a little hesitant at first when, uh, when the information came down the chain of command to uh for a junior enlisted to be on a podcast with sergeant major it uh it was definitely uh interesting but no i thought it was incredibly incredibly productive and uh i'll be honest i enjoyed it more than i was expecting it was a little nervous at first but uh no very very productive i like what my fellow junior enlisted said um those were fantastic questions sergeant major definitely Definitely made me made me think, Sergeant Major. And I appreciate that, and thank you for you know doing doing what you're doing out there uh, with one one. Uh, you guys are doing great things, and and again, it's because of soldiers like yourself that that you guys are doing are doing awesome. So keep it up, and, and I appreciate the feedback. Anyone else? Yes, Sergeant Major, um, Specialist Nathan. Um, I just want to say like this is really enlightening um, because. Normally, we don't get the chance to like have a conversation with a sergeant major of the brigade and that kind of stuff. So this was this was actually really cool being able to talk to you and hear your point of view about who a leader is um, and what your expectation is for your um, NCOs. For someone like me who's about to go to the board, um, to have like a good understanding of um, what your expect expectations are. Great, thank you, Nathan. And I look forward to seeing you, uh, you know, wearing, wearing that, uh, that sergeant rank on your chest here soon. I uh, hope you invite me to the promotion. Anyone else? PFC Perry here, Sergeant Major. I'm going to say that um, I'm grateful for the fact that someone um, who identifies as a Sergeant Major took the time out of his day to more so make this podcast and more so um, taking our insights and our experiences and our knowledge and just our um, database of knowledge that we do have, and he's going to more so use that to help God and guide his influences and more so decisions in the future on how to help enlist it and more so um, enlist it through the ranks and in the years in general. All right, Perry, thank you. And you know, again, same comment for you as a young PFC. It's great to hear. You know that that you know you 
you, you're definitely a bright young man, and uh, and I know you're doing great things out there in in three uh, one. But yo, HHC Brigade, you've been quiet. Any any closing comments? Um, no, sorry, Mayor. Uh, I'm not a person of too many words, but again, we have a pretty good um, leadership. Uh, how I said before, I'm a brand new soldier. I um, keep learning, uh, improving on myself, uh, learning of each of my NCOs, uh, on the person on our shop, uh, nothing. I'm keeping improving on myself. Sorry, Mayor. All right, Peyo, thank you. All right, guys. Well, again, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, since we, we do have to work on weekends, as you all know, while, while we're deployed, I couldn't think of a better way to, to spend Sunday afternoon. Uh, as we've all stated, it's definitely productive. Probably the funnest thing I have to do today. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys when I when I uh, battlefield circulate. If I haven't been to where you are right now, all of you, then you know I look forward to seeing you here in the next uh, few months. Uh, but keep up the great work. Again, this this brigade moves because of you. So keep it up. Um, and like I said, I look forward to the next time we meet, even if it's over the uh, or another podcast. Have a great rest of the Sunday and uh, stay safe. Demon Seven out.